jump in? Are you? Yeah. Are you ready to go through a portal, bro? Dude, I'm ready to go through eight portals. Yeah, because there's nine realms, mm-hmm. but they're on a realm, so there's only going to be eight portals. That's right. Except they were making a mess of portals on that ninth realm. Yeah, that's true. I guess, like, does the bad guy, when he sucks the hammer into his body, is that a portal? And it's That counts as a portal, right? Too many portals in this movie. What the fuck did you just say? I mean, just enough portals Thank in this you. movie. <laughs> Almost <stars>. enough. <laughs> Five stars. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My welcome name is Hector. Welcome to Portals. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to Portal Talk, where we talk about the original Super Mario Brothers movie. Good, because Portal. Portal. I don't remember it. I don't remember either. Do they go? Through? But here's the deal. There is a portal. How many of those pipes are portals? In the games, Infinity, all of them. Yep. See? They're all portals. No, they're not. That's how I like Some to Some of plants it. in them that'll kill you. That's true. But also, maybe that plant's coming out of a portal. Mm-hmm. And if you kill the plant... Is it going into the pipe or is it going into a portal if you time? If you take a turtle's dead body and throw it at that plant, mm-hmm. will the plant wither and die, thereby opening up a potential portal? I don't think the turtle's dead. Mm, hiding in its body. I think it hides in its body, mm-hmm. and then it just falls off of the level <laughs> <laughs> into into uh, an abyss. But much like Loki did at the end of the first Thor film. Thank you. <laughs> my name is Hector Navarro. Welcome to the Five Hundred Greatest Films podcast. Sitting to my left is the Curse to my Malekith, the Algrim the Strong to my. Malekith the Dark Elf. I'm talking about the Selvig to my... No, he's on his own. The Darcy to my Jane Foster. Okay. The Heimdall to my Thor. Okay. The... I was thinking about this during it, and I thought you were going to go Loki-Thor. The Loki to my Thor. The Just Thor because... to my Loki, dude. Dude, you're, you're the... better. No, you're no, you're the no, Thor. No, you're heroic. You're the Thor. You're the hero here. You're destined to be king. No, I'm not. I'm actually part of I'm going to turn giant. down the throne. Yeah, I want to turn down the throne. Perfect, and I can never get it because I'm a half breed. Yeah. Whoa. No, actually, he's a full breed. He's, he's a, full, a full on little frost baby. Little fr- he's a smaller frost giant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which just makes him a regular size Asgardian. I want them to make a Loki Christmas special <laughs> where he's like yeah, Jack Frost. Jesus. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, Jesus, the baby Jesus. No, where Jack Loki Frost, gets born. The Jack Frost is better. Yeah, yeah. Where they celebrate Christmas on Asgard. Yeah. But instead no, of worshiping. No, he's doing it on Earth. Christ, it's Loki. I think that's what Loki's going to be about. And the three wise men are the three warriors three. Mm-hmm. Duh. Mm-hmm. Volstag, Fandral, Hogan. That's not what I was going for. I was thinking maybe <laughs> make, not like the Christmas story. I don't want uh-huh. a nativity, but actually I do know. Because Odin I and Santa. I want him to time travel. That's true, but yeah. <laughs> was Santa at the birth of Christ? Oh, yeah, obviously. Okay. Santa's a time traveler. We've read the history mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But also, I believe he probably went back. He's like, let's see why I do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what it's all about. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Let's see the reason for the season. It's Mr. Keller Knobloch is the reason for the season. Say hi, Keller. Hi, I'm Jesus Christ. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Let's uh, let's just move right along. So <laughs> we're going to jump into talking about this movie. This is the... Hey guys, I want to apologize for saying that. This is the eighth entry in the marvel cinematic universe series time's flying second until we got to this movie and it abruptly stopped (laughs) second of phase two and uh it is also known as by a lot of folks a lot of fans the worst film in the mcu and i can't they call this the dark film the dark world is the dark film and i can't debate that too much i don't know too, too many other movies that i would say are 
less good for me personally in the MCU. Certainly not any of the ones we've seen up to this point. Even the first Thor I put over this. Yeah. I put Iron Man 2 over but this. But also, I still Hulk. think that's close. Okay. I yeah. think Thor 1, Thor 2 is cl- close. There might be hanging out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I might give you that. But let's just jump in. Let's have Sir Giles read the descript so that we can jump into talking about this film because I actually have a lot to say. Uh, Sir Giles, if you would be so kind, I mean, you must have loved this movie set in London, partially, you know, when they're on Midgard. Okay, he's giving me the, I don't give a shit. I'm from the North. Okay, got it. So you don't care? Don't care about London. Sir Giles, if you could please read to us what movie we're talking about. I bet this accent doesn't fit with the North <laughs> <Okay>. at all. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what region this would be. What do you mean, your I know accent? what I'm from. I'm, I'm I'm starting to, the reality is unraveling, Sir I moved Giles. around a lot. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I moved around a lot. Were your parents in the RAF, Royal Air Force? I just watched Doctor Who in a room. <laughs> and that's where I got my accent. Okay, great. <laughs> You're not even British. Great. We're going to just say on this episode, Sir Giles is not even British. Don't say that. Okay. That's not true. <laughs> Sir Giles, if you would be so kind, tell us Thor. what we're talking about tonight. Go ahead. <laughs> Sir Giles, go ahead. Thor, colon, The mm. Dark World, mm. 2013 director, Alan Taylor. Yes. It may not be the finest film to come from the Marvel Universe, but Thor, colon, The Dark World still offers plenty of the humor and high-stakes action that fans have come to expect. Okay, thank you, Sir Giles. Really appreciate it. Nicely done. And back under the garage door you go, uh, and... Oh, oh. You are out of here. All right. <laughs> so, Keller, to that Rotten Tomatoes description. It, I has, don't, it had plenty of humor. I don't disagree with it, And but that's not what makes a movie bad. High stakes action. Um, Here's the thing. It had the a, stakes it had action never in it. felt real. I know. Once. So let's talk about it, man. Give, okay. me your, give me your overall thoughts because let me, let me, I want to paint this picture for the listeners right now. We started watching the movie. It's in 3D, first of all. Dope. And this movie... Almost front to back, looks dope in 3D. Yep, it does. First time we're watching it since Endgame. Yes. So we're already like, we're this like, is going to be cool. Rocket Raccoon's running around. <laughs> Where is he? Where's the little Raccoon Raccoon running around? There's a Fat Thor back there. Fat Thor's He's back there. looking for his mom. Like mm-hmm. We get to see more Rene Russo. Get to see more Frigga. At the end of the movie, I realized that the screenwriters, on top of it being Craig Kyle, who was one of the writers of the first Thor film, is also the McFeely... Marcus and McFeely duo that did every Captain America movie in the last two Avengers, including Endgame, which I was like, oh, so that's another reason why they, mm-hmm. and they were also the producers of the Agent Carter show, which is another reason you get a Jarvis cameo. And you also get a Winter Soldier callback. Totally, totally. Absolutely. It's like, remember all those movies we made? Yeah. But we also get Guardians 1, you know, set in 2014, and mm-hmm. we also get um, Avengers set in 2012, and I think that's it. Those, are the, those were the three places they went they didn't go say hi to Ultron. They could have. No, you're right. Actually, I'm trying to do the math right now. They went three. They had three teams. They went to three different. You know the math. Just do it. They had multiple teams, but they went to three different years in Avengers Endgame. The first one was 2012. And in 2012, when they're going down the elevator, they recreated the Winter Soldier moment and then brought back Redford. But they didn't yeah. go to 2014 when that all happened. So they, oh, so okay. they sort of like brought it's their just moment, the same moment. Yeah, and recreated it in the oh, 2012 world. Oh, still counts. Then they went to 2013. Still counts. To it's, get the still, it's still them referencing the movie they made. Then they went to 2014 to get the orb and the soul stone. Oh, the orb. Nebula and, um, at least I think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was just Thor and Rocket Raccoon, like on their own. I'm going to go ahead and say this from now on. <laughs> yeah. 
No more orbs. <laughs> I'm done with orbs. Listen, portals all day. Portals every day of my life. And if the portal happens to look like an orb, I'm okay. Okay, but I'm no okay. orbs by themselves. No, no orbs. So we started watching the movie, and all of this is going through our heads, like first time since Endgame. It's in 3D. We know that everybody thinks this is the worst MCU movie. We so get let's... some more context. With but also, what? I mean, what you just said. Oh, right. We have this newfound context yes. to bring to this movie from 2013. Mm-hmm. And then as we're watching it, I think you and I were both like, this is good. This is not bad. Oh, I didn't say it was good. We I were said like, it's fine. We're, we're like, we're what in it. What was the analogy? Uh, uh, it's a barrel. Well, eventually, but no, what I'm trying to describe is the for beginning part of the movie where you're like, I'm not bored. You said that. Oh, I yeah. said that. I, I wasn't was, bored yet. Neither was I. I said, this isn't bad yet. But we knew it was coming. And so I turned to you and I was like, we have to really pay attention to We have to find out when it when, switches. When and why. And I kind of think I have an idea, but what is what is your take on why you think this movie doesn't, it isn't as good as the other movies? Um, number one, the villain. That is the number one, no one with a bullet. cares about Malekith. It's a bummer because great actor. Chris Eccleston, yeah, but also Wasted. he was squandered. And Adewale. Not to sound like this the whole time. <laughs> and Adewale, who was Mr. Echo in Lost, and he was also under a lot of makeup in Suicide like Squad. Dark Elf played. reminded me of the aliens from Galaxy Quest. Just the, uh, the way language, the robotic yeah. moving around. Yeah, of the Thermians, mm-hmm. or the Thermians. Yeah. Thermians. Um, and then you had the guy who played Mr. Echo in Lost. He played the, the, the number two. And honestly, one Wasted. of the best parts of Lost. Yes. And completely wasted. Because here's another question I had for you. Just a little sidebar. Yep. Okay. In the first movie, we have Loki as the main villain threat. Yes. But then they send down the destroyer armor. Yes. Big CG thing. Mm-hmm. In Thor Ragnarok. And it's shiny, so it looks pretty good. Right. Right, right, right. Like, as far as CG goes. Yeah. Walking around in an environment, you're like, oh, shit. Shiny stuff good. works. Is that one of Stark's? I don't know. God, it never tells me anything. Looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Cut to Ragnarok. Main villain is Hela. Right? Think about her as a villain. Similar, I feel like they gave her a similar background to Loki, where she's like member of the family. Like straight up, you know, because that's not Hela in the comics. She's not Odin's daughter in the comics. What? So they added that. But she is the goddess of death? Yes. And she's also the person who, she's almost like a, um, uh, uh, um, what's the name of James Wood's god in Hercules? She's the Hades of the Asgardian. Yeah, yeah. So she's the Hades of the Asgardian mm-hmm. uh, pantheon, mm-hmm. where she owns Helheim. Hell, H E L. I think she runs that. And then like Nephilim or whatever is where Surtur operates. They each kind of have their own, you know. Like Surtur is the king of the fire demons, and he's in another. But that's realm. not Hell. Correct. But she's in Hell, where it's like I thought the, it was Helheim. I don't think maybe they changed it. In I the think movie. they have to have Heim for everything. <laughs> makes sense. Anaheim makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but in, what I'm saying in the Thor comics and in, I guess in the mythology, she's sort of like Hades, where she runs the land of the dead. She kind of oversees the lost, like the the spirits, the lost Do you think souls Thor and stuff. Will ever end up in Anaheim, and that'll be a joke. That, that would make be so it. funny. <laughs> That'd be great. But the tenth realm. Here's the other thing about Thor Ragnarok. Like I said, Kate Blanchett, main villain. Boy, oh boy. Right? Side villains, we have Surtur, the fire demon, mm-hmm. the big wolf. Mm-hmm. These are big CG threats and creatures. Yes. My question to you. Yes. Eccleston is playing Malekith. Yes. Should Algrim the Strong, a.k.a. Curse, should he have been a big CG guy? Because he, to me, I, I love the suit and I think it's a great design. I think it is cool. He looks like a dude in a suit, in a foam suit. Yes. Hmm. 
with like a nice mosaic motif on his helmet. (laughs) Yeah, which is cool. But should he have been... Because when you try to get an actor that's like, you have to be bigger than Hemsworth. That's difficult. It's difficult. Guys, six You got to get the rock or or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Mm. like, you remember in the first Thor movie where there was like a security guard who was a shield guy? He was like a shield agent. But he's huge. Just this big, tall dude. Mm who uh, Thor went up to him and he's like, you're big, I felt bigger. That dude looked bigger in comparison because they got a big actor to play that guy than this guy in the suit who's supposed to be... Because I feel like that actor is the same size as Chris Hemsworth. Maybe, maybe. So I I was just thinking that. I was like, maybe they should have They could have done more forced perspective stuff at least or something. But even when like the hammer hits him and it bounces off, he still kind of looks like... With his proportions as a normal human, he he just looks like a dude in a foam suit, almost like a Power Ranger villain. When you know they I mean? do it in the beginning of the movie, where the th- guy takes the mm-hmm. magic pill mm-hmm. and turns into a thing, and it's a bunch of is them, it a, a bunch CG? Of, yeah, a bunch of dark elves. They're all they go, CG, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they look way yeah scarier and more foreboding. Bit. It's it's just a tricky balance, you know. It is. I appreciate the artistry of the suit. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate that it is practical. We also we want practical, practical, practical. But when I see that, I I do think I'm like that's a guy that they sque- like a normal human that they squeeze into this suit to try yeah. to make look like not a human proportions. It's all about the proportions. Maybe if they had let him have any sort of performance in it, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He didn't get to really? do anything other than we just looked at him. He was just a big goon. He just, yeah, yelled henchman, some henchman. When guy. that guy's like a fucking amazing actor. He is. What's Adewale, his name? Adewale, and then. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name, but it's like Kimbuaje. It's this beautiful, yeah. long, like he has like a hyphenated two last names. Okay. And his first name is Atawale. And I'm going to, I'm actually going to look it up and just pronounce it just, just, just to be respectful. Because when I went to the Comic-Con panel for Suicide Squad, director David Ayer was like, come on, man, don't make me say your whole name. Atawale, come on out here. Like What an asshole. I was like, bro, that. How have you not. That pisses me off. Learned his name. Atawale. Akinoye Agbaje. Yeah. Not that tough. And no. I may have said it wrong, but at least but I said all the syllables. But it even tells you how right syllables. there. Oh, yeah, See the phonetic spelling? Oh, I can't read that shit, but Adewale. Yeah, they put, in, they put it in Ab- uh, Ab- glyphs. Agbaje. Beautiful name. Uh, English actor, director, and former fashion model. Ooh. I buy it. Known for his roles in the TV show Oz, in The Born Identity, in Thor The Dark World. Suicide Squad. I don't remember him in Born Identity. Mr. Echo in Lost. No, he's one of the... Um, yeah, he's a guy that I think Matt Damon kills in the Born Identity. That checks out. He kills a lot of people. No, he's the he's like the African like warlord guy. It's pretty racist in retrospect. Who had the boat that Jason Bourne snuck on and then like couldn't kill him because he was with his daughters. That's him. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's good. He is. He's good. He's like mean in that movie. He's yeah. like very intense. He's very good. Uh, and he's in Game of Thrones in the fifth season. And in the movie Concussion, which I haven't seen. Look at it. Look how great he is. Ottawa is so great. great. I love him. Wasted in Suicide Squad. Wasted in this. Um, so we're going back to, Keller, your overall thoughts. You and also said, died too soon and lost. But you know why? I can't I can't fault the show for doing it. He wanted off the show. He did? He didn't want he to like, live I'm sick of being in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Honestly. Because it's a commitment. Yeah. If, and I, and I, you think about it, but like uh, Daniel actor. Day Kim still lives in Hawaii because he raised his kids there because lost. Yeah. Evangeline Lilly, same thing. She has a house in Hawaii. She lives in Hawaii. Hawaii 5 
Hawaii. He, that, yeah, that's why he went to make that show because like he's in he's in Hawaii and yeah. ABC had like production facilities and out he there. And can live with his family be with his, and be you know, on a show. Yeah, so like Evangeline Lilly will go shoot movies and shit and do stuff around the world. But then like mm-hmm. she's on Instagram like, I came home to Hawaii. I'm like, oh yeah, of course you live in Hawaii. Anyone who was on Lost for more than, Should live longer than Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like lived in Hawaii. I don't know. Maybe Poor Matthew Charlie. Fox didn't. I don't know. Um, but back to your point, Keller, you were still on point number one. Speed Racers, I know. Matthew Fox, I know. And that didn't work out. What a bummer. Sorry, dude. I could, I would have loved to have seen three Speed Racer movies. <laughs> Do you see a world where that could have happened? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But it's I don't great. either. Because that movie is good, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah. But it is <laughs> I wonder, crazy to look at. I wonder what it would take for me to get you to like it. I don't know. I don't uh, know. What do you think it would take? I like a lot of what you like about it. Right, right. But, but when you, also... You can appreciate that that's in the movie, but you're like, eh, not for me. It's one of those that like I never need to own, but also I might own to have on in the background of a party. I'll tell you what. Because oh, it is yeah. visually awesome. I'll tell you what. And, and if they ever... Very interesting and also ugly at times, but beautiful at times. Yeah. Way better than Jupiter Ascending. Oh my God. That movie was really bad. It was awful. At, at a story level. I was expecting it to be fun. I know, me too. And it wasn't. I think Speed Racer is the most complicated I can accept a story from the Wachowski sisters. I'm like, this, I'm like, and that's not that complicated. It's fairly straightforward. But Jupiter sending the Matrix was was complicated, right? But Jupiter sending, I'm like, have you seen Cloud Atlas? Y'all are trying too hard. No, not yet, dude. I know. I can't remember if it's bad. I think I might have liked it. Can we rent it in 3D? I hope Jupiter ascending and at least I got to see it in 3d (laughs) honestly that's what we were we're like let's get a 3d fun time it wasn't I know it wasn't I wish that space sweepers movie was in 3d that would be dope it'd be fucking so super fun that was my first thought when I was watching it yes it would be and the opening of Thor the Dark World we're watching it and I turned to you and I was like dude how great would Lord of the Rings be in 3d and you're like I was thinking the exact same thing because this is the exact same thing and they should have Kate Blanchett reading over this even yeah. though she ends up in the third movie yeah <laughs> so Keller, I think all cold open narration should, should be, be Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett I agree for the end of till the end of time I agree even if it's like uh Goodfellas or something uh-huh. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I ended up here yeah Rex Racer was a <laughs> was a talented young man whose younger brother Speed saw him die in a fiery crash. So, I can feel it in the water. We're back to Thor the Dark World. Your number one with a bullet is, mine with a bullet, but your number one is the villain. Why doesn't the villain work in this? Uh, and we've already established the actors are great. I can't remember anything evil he did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a good point. And That's also point. anything evil he did... Mm-hmm. Was to characters we were in no way invested in. Oh yeah, other than Frigga, I guess he killed. They, True, like, they other killed than Frigga, Thor's but mom. also, yeah. which was a good part of like it was a well done sequence of the film. That they that, squander Rene Russo they in do. both of these movies, though. But they, I think, I mean, I don't know. They still don't do enough in the in Endgame. No, it's lovely though. I, it, I love it too. It, yeah, it, it, it is, is great, and it almost feels like a. We know we're we, sorry. We know we squandered oh, her. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but in a in a perfect world, each one of these interesting actors and Marvel characters would get their own WandaVision show to be like. Honestly, let's, let's watch the Frigga show. Like I like. I'd watch it. I know, young Frigga. What's she doing? Yeah, <laughs> Renee Russo, bring her back. Uh, eight six episodes of this. You know, oh, hour a piece. Let's watch it. The Warriors Three should have a TV show. Sif could have a TV show. Anyway, um, you were talking 
villain is not evil enough. We don't, he does stuff we don't care about. Also, is his motivation clear? He no. wants to use he the, wants the ether, ether to make the world dark again. The whole universe. The whole universe as dark again. As dark as it was pre-Big Bang. Before the sun. Yeah, I mean, before, before the Big Bang. all the suns. Before there was light, there was darkness. And it's like, that checks out. And it's like, because that universe was better for their people, because they seem fine, you know? And I'm, I don't even need a sympathetic, if it's just a flat-out evil guy, let me give you a great example. I read The Art of Thor the Dark World. Yeah. And at the beginning of the movie, if you recall, when it's the long ago and they're fighting Bor, which is Thor's grandfather, Odin's dad. But it's already problematic having just like, Dark Elves? They were just evil, dude. True. And they weren't dark with like dark skin or whatever. Well, I mean like to have a race. Correct. The whole thing be evil. evil. You're absolutely right. And that's why I like that they brought in Korg in Ragnarok. Because I pointed out at near the beginning of this, when we're reintroduced to Thor, he destroys a stone man. Mm -hmm. He destroys a Cronin, an alien who just comes up and yells and he kills Perishable rocks. And it's like that is inspired by... Thor's first comic book appearance where he fights the the stone men from Saturn or whatever. He just fights them and it's kind of like an evil invading alien mm-hmm. race. But then, just like in the comics, they did uh, Planet Hulk and introduced Korg. And Korg says even like my brother or like somebody close to him was killed by Thor oh, when yeah. they went to go mm-hmm. invade Earth or whatever. Um, and uh, But then he befriends Hulk and everything. So I like that they brought in Korg because it does show like here's like a good dude who happens to be yeah. a rock alien guy. And maybe this other guy who was a marauder was probably a bad guy. And again, the art of Thor the Dark World revealed the marauders, those group, they were supposed to have Chitari, they were supposed to have uh, frost giants, they were supposed to have like a little collection like of, a band of, of, of each of the misfits. different aliens that the MCU has shown. It didn't really come across like that. Well, how many aliens have we seen at this point? Not that many, a handful. This is our second spaceship, basically. That's true. Our, our, and after our, the and Avengers? our third spacey movie after Thor, Avengers, and then this. Like, true. Thor's not spacey either. No, it's You're just on Asgard. Asgard. But at least in Earth. Asgard, they went to Jotunheim, which had the frost giants. So this thing was supposed to be like, and there's a couple of big frost I mean, giants in there. Spaceships. You're right. This is our maybe first spaceship. Yeah. If we're not counting. I don't count the whales. The wh- yeah. Yeah. Whales aren't right. spaceships. They're whales. You're right. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to bring something up. The art of Thor the Dark World also said. The beginning of the film, when Malekith is fighting Boar, mm-hmm. that all of these dark elves, there's like women and children in these big ships, and then Malekith orders all the ships to just like crash into the planet in like a suicide bomber run, mm-hmm. and then Malekith in the movie says like, their sacrifice will ensure our survival. No, I need you to do a Malekith. Whatever, he's, whatever the elf language is, which okay. I appreciate, but also gets to a point where I'm like... I don't want to read. Um, this is boring. Also, this is Lord of the Rings. Disconnecting. Yeah. But do you hear what I just said? He sacrificed women and children mm-hmm. for like selfishly for him and his little band to barely survive this thing. You barely get and the that. Movie does, the, I'm saying the movie doesn't even tell us that. Okay. At all. I got this from the art book. Yeah, we get nothing. I'm like, man, that's fucked up. I'm reading this art book. In the movie, he just says, land these ships that are invisible to, like that are just like faceless to us. Mm-hmm. Malekith was the biggest problem of this film. Yeah, and I feel like he could have been pretty cool. Do you want me to tell you about Malekith? Sure. He is like a crazier Loki. He is like the Joker, but in the Nine Realms world. Okay. He is like a sadistic, murdering, psychopathic, scheming 
untouchable you type of You don't get that guy. at all. Nothing, dude. Imagine if Eccles, if they told Eccleston, okay, you see what Hiddleston did as Loki? We want you to do that and more. Yeah. That would have been interesting. It would have. If Malekith showed up. Since like Christopher Eccleston is a good actor. Yeah, and he could have gone crazy with it. It's the... Mm-hmm. They went from Kenneth Branagh, mm-hmm. who Shakespeare guy, to Game of Thrones guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get the line that you drew yeah. to get there. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. uh, that's my least favorite part of... Of Thor. Of Thor. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I dislike the sword and sorcery nonsense mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like even that. The mm-hmm. fantasy of it just... I don't know, the melodrama that people bring to it. Mm-hmm. It's a tough thing to pull off. It's a tough thing to pull off, yes. Especially without making it boring. I mm-hmm. think when it starts to turn is when it's like, okay, now let's have some conversations. And then it's like, I'm going to talk to Sis Lady Sif for a while. Mm. I'm going to go talk to Dad for a while. Mm. I'm going to go talk to Mom for a while. Let's have a pretty compelling scene with uh, Loki for a second, mm-hmm. but then we're going to go talk about something else boring. Yeah. We're going to squander Natalie Portman the whole time. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. But again, on paper, I get the idea, and I think it's a really great idea, send her to Asgard. Oh, but then they immediately are like, well, she's ethered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about Natalie Portman, Jane Foster, let's talk about her for a second. I thought the first time I watched Thor, the first one, that at the end where like she was like still looking for Thor, I was like, oh, that's how Thor's going to come back. Is Natalie Portman's going to find Jane Foster is going to use her intelligence to find another and her skill set to find another way for Thor to connect to Earth. And then they didn't do that. No. So I'm kind of like you. They really sort of reduced the character. Of redu- Jane. Reduced her character to a bit of an ex-girlfriend. To a that's bit exactly of a, what they did. It's, it's like, a bummer. Oh, you're still sad about? Oh, she's just talking about. It's a bummer because I don't know what else I would have done other than having her be the person who is able to connect to Asgard somehow because maybe they haven't fixed the Rainbow Bridge. But there's this other weird thing of Thor and Heimdall and everybody. They did spend a year fixing the observatory rainbow bridge so that they could go to other realms and like squash warring that was happening. But it would have been way cooler if Jane like found a way to get there to get otherwise. To Something totally Wouldn't the way that, be- that Loki had that little crevice. Yeah. The little crevasse he went through. Mm-hmm. Something to show Jane's skill set. Yeah. And something to put her in Asgard to where because I love the scene where Odin was like, she doesn't belong here no more than a goat belongs at a banquet. And I love the part and where she's, she's like, like excuse me? Is that a so and so so and so? It's like it's a uh, it's a soul forge. Does it move molecules from one thing to another? It's like oh, it's gonna yes. Oh, it's a yeah. It's a it's a that was ex- a funny moment. KG whatever mm-hmm. she said, whatever medical technical thing she says. Great moment. I wanted more of that. Yeah. This movie before we get to Jane and I Asgard, love the science. Yeah. Approach. Yeah. To Asgard. Me too. It's some of the coolest stuff. And um, they stop doing it almost yeah because i think this movie was too distracted and too bogged down by malekith and his threat and then they attack asgard and then and kill frigga and then thor and and his cronies which is a fun sequence grab loki to sneak jane out of asgard to take her right to malekith Mm -hmm. and then we were that whole sequence happening we were like Okay, movies. What a great over. ending to this movie! <laughs> you know, it's and and then there's another thirty minutes because they got to go fight in London, and I feel like this movie's bogged down by focusing on Malekith and his and the timing I of say the we convergence. Cut Twenty minutes. I say, I I say at a story level, I would have done either Malekith completely different, which is really unfortunate. Well, definitely that. 
Also make it yeah. 20 minutes shorter. Yeah. And have a third act instead and of two third acts. I liked the idea of the convergence, but I think it's also... I never really like saw things converge. Mm-hmm. They don't. Nothing converges. It was, it was just the the circle pictures in the sky. Yeah. That you now as a Thor Ragnarok fan, you pointed to that and you're like, "That's where Surtur lives." I'm like, "Yep, that's yeah. Nefelheim or whatever." Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what I was thinking as a comic fan in 2013. I'm like, "That's where Surtur the Fire Demon lives. That's dope. That must be where." Okay, that's where Hogan is in that cool little like foresty Hogan? area. Hogan is the Asian guy. Okay. Who is at the beginning of the movie, and then they effectively is he from another realm? Cut him out. No, but in okay. the MCU, they make him from another realm. Oh. So I'm kind of like, mm. I was bothered Why? that I was. Here's the thing, I think they were trying to give each of these characters because here's the characters they were juggling: Thor, Volstag, Fandral, Hogan, Sif, Heimdall, Loki, Odin, Frigga, Jane Foster, <sighs> bad guys. You don't have to... The Warriors 3 are one character, yes. and that's the way you treat them until you're ready to dedicate something to them. I could not agree more, dude. I could not agree more. So I was honestly... This is a one bummer thing I have about Thor Ragnarok, but I get it, is the way that they don't even have a line in the movie other than Hogan. It's also pretty funny, though. It is, it is, but I think it could have been a little bit more of a moment and still been funny, but I understand, uh, I understand for the brevity and everything, and at least... Taika allowed Hogan, who's the Asian guy in the Warriors Three, to be the he last man die standing. Immediately. Right, and he he's gets, whoever he you gets are. Speaking lines, and it's a, and he's like, did you just not hear a word I said? Like yeah. he has a great little moment, and then he's get killed very heroically. And I feel like that was Taika. And being, they're gonna come back. I hope so. Well, let's we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. But up to this point, we kind of have to treat these MCU movies like what's gonna happen? Yeah, and we ha- <laughs> we kind of have to treat them just like you said. They squandered Rene Russo. Now, at the end of 2013, me as a comic book fan, I could have said, but no, look, they can always bring her back with time travel or alternate Mm -hmm. dimensions. I can make that shit up all the live long day. I can come up with ways for them to bring back the Warriors 3 in like a prequel series or my biggest But we're talking about the writing of the movie. Up to this point, all the MCU movies and the Thor franchise in particular. Mm -hmm. And I think I was frustrated that they were, like like you pointed out, the Warriors 3 should be treated like one character, right? These three best friends. They're a squad. The squad, squad goals. Yeah. And instead, I think they're, they're the trying guys who to... eat the pancakes in Popstar. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, dope. that's nasty, dude. But you always want to step ahead. That's mad smart. That's mad smart. That should be that. The, the, the posse, the cronies. But I think they were trying to give each one of them something, a little something special, a little special spice. And they went, Fandral, who's now played by Zachary Levi, and I think he does a great job. Yeah. They're like, we'll give him that little swashbuckling moment mm-hmm. and a couple of funny lines. It's just fencing. It's Yeah. <laughs> but they gave him that little moment yeah. where he swings down. And Volstag, they're like, we'll give him the moment where he has to like fight off a bunch of dudes. And then earlier, we're going to show Volstag's family, and he's in the bar and revelry and everything. And then with Hogan, they went... Mm-hmm. And then we'll show Lady Sif loves Thor. Loves Thor. I know. She's also kind of been looped in, but Lady but Sif should, be, should have been given more. And also totally. just the romantic side character. But she's, but she's coming back. What's going to happen? I don't know. But um, Hogan, I think they're trying to give, they're like, well, let's make Hogan from Vanaheim, this place that's being attacked so that he has a reason to be there. Then they based a lot of Vanaheim, I don't think in a, wrong way I think in a, in a way that makes sense they base a lot of the people of Vanaheim and I got this from the art book the people and the and the the way that they live and they have these kind of like huts and sort of like um, what do you call a hut that's more than a hut 
Like a squat. What am I thinking of? A squat? Not a squat. <laughs> what am I thinking of? You got your huts. You got your squats. You got your shits. Something else like you that. Your, uh, what? It's something like a... It's like you go to a... A shack? Not a shack. And it's not like a tent, like a circle. Oh, God, there's something else. There's like a fancy word for it. If I were to go to Joshua Tree, I could rent a... Uh, yurt. Yes, yurts. <laughs> I'm serious. They yurt. Ba- they base a lot of this off of like yurt. Asian cultures and Asian influences and Mongolian culture and Chinese mm-hmm. culture because the actor, I believe, is a Chinese actor. But also the people of Anaheim are also diverse and everything, but they still try to be like, okay, the Anaheim realm will be influenced by this and trying to do like a remix and not trying to be like, this is China, but they're trying to be like, yeah, we're not trying to do Aztec or Mayan or all of mm-hmm. these different cultures, but we're trying to acknowledge other sort of mythologies. And then Asgard is sort of the shiny, pristine, you know, more like European-y, yeah. whatever bullshit. And then with Asgard, they try to show us the bars and the people walking around. They try to make it less shiny than the first Thor. A place where people live. A place where people live, and they're trying to show us some of those people. And yeah. I get that. Problem is, it's a little boring because mm-hmm. it's like you said, Thor walking around having conversations. You know. So, mm-hmm. at what point for and like you? Boring conversations. So at that point, and everybody's like putting on their Shakespearean As- Asgard like, accent. I know. Yeah, I know. So then, how'd you feel about the Earthbound stuff? Darcy and Chris O'Dowd and uh, Jane Foster and Selvig running around like an idiot. Again, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman squandered. Yep. I like the when it's just them, even when Chris Hemsworth's not there. But I don't really like the Chris O'Dowd scene until Kat Dennings shows up. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't like the... It's a little awkward. It's awkward and also they're just leaning on the... She misses a boy. She misses a man. Yep. And she's seeing this man to not yep. think about this other man. I, th- I, th- I mean, I don't know. I, I also think that the... I understand. Yeah. But it's so clunky. Yes, that's the problem. What is the most romantic relationship in the MCU franchise across all the movies? Cap and Peggy? Maybe it's Tony Cap and Stark Peggy and, because and of the way they capped that. Because of the way they capped it. It's gotta be. Maybe Tony Stark and Pepper. I like that. We got that. But it's got some ups and downs. True. Even like Star Lord and Gamora is a little like, eh, I don't know if it's quite Also it. Chris Pratt's know. ruined it. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, with his like brother that's into, uh, uh, I don't even know about this real far right. Oh, and he, okay. Mm -hmm. Who's surprised? Yeah. Everybody in here is raising their hands. Real bummer. Real bummer. All of our, we do this in front of an audience, a live audience in our garage. It's not COVID Um, safe. We should stop. What else is maybe the most romantic? I know that they, that they tried to build up Jane and Thor, but again, in the making of book, the, the filmmakers acknowledge, they're like, look, the first movie, they knew each other for a few days. It was a crush. Yeah. And so in this movie, they were trying to like expand on that a little. And I'm like, I don't think you, you can can't. do it. You can't. You can't. Not when you're spending all, wasting all this time with the convergence and bullshit. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not what the movie's about. But imagine if she was completely over Thor and was focused on her stuff and then Thor showed up. That's an interesting dynamic. But the fact that, like you're saying, we set her up to be like really pining over this guy and it's been a year and it was very romantic, and they're both super hot. I love seeing Natalie Portman and, and Chris Hemsworth make out and shit. It's great. They're great. It's great. They're great. Super charming and really handsome and really good actors. But how can you get us? How can you sell it? You know who I think is maybe going to sell it? It's going to be the people doing a movie called Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, there's got to be some romance in there. Uh, I don't know. I think there's going to be even a love triangle. I love that. <laughs> you think it's going to be Jane Foster, Thor, and Valkyrie? Sif. 
Oh, but you said love triangle. I'm like, well, you think it's going to be like Jane Foster and Valkyrie are a thing also? No, Jane Foster, Lady Sif, and Thor. Okay, that makes sense too. Well, then where does Valkyrie come into the picture? Does she have a queen? Does she have a she's girlfriend? Just got, yeah, she's fine. Better. She's, she's better. got her shit sorted. It better be Captain Marvel, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure, but she also Captain like, Marvel's hey, got her own up? shit to do. That's true. She's in like all of space. Yeah. Um, And apparently Monica Rambeau might be mad at her. <laughs> We'll see. Hello, yeah, yeah. Okay, so guys, watch WandaVision. It's very good. We're Tiger's talking about making his mom watch WandaVision right now. I'm trying to get her, yeah, get her to catch up. So, um, we're talking about the romance. We're talking about stuff that doesn't work, stuff that does work. I mean, I just think at the end of the day, it feels like a bunch of dorks wrote a movie about Thor in a in a room, and they're yeah. like, "Ooh, we get Natalie Portman in this movie." Yeah, I and think, <laughs> I think they. What's interesting is each one of these Thor movies is a is a response to the last one, because the first Thor movie is very shiny and a lot of CG and green screen, and you could tell with this one they're like we want this to feel a little bit more like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, so let's just get a guy who did Game of Thrones episodes. We want there to be dirt in this movie, and I appreciate also, that. It still felt super green screeny and fake the entire mm-hmm. time. And then you get to Ragnarok, and it is the biggest 180 out of any of the movies in this entire franchise compared to a sequel any of the mini franchises yeah it's the biggest 180 even iron man 3 is closer to iron man 2 even winter soldier is closer to the first avenger yeah like or even even later civil war is closer to first avenger then ragnarok is to either of the two thor films Mm -hmm. which is crazy but I love it, man. It's perfect. I love. I we, love can't, we can't. We got to stop talking about that movie because. <laughs> but it's. But it's we a eventually po- are gonna have to. But I think because we're not skipping it, right? No, of course not. Even though but we already it, did an episode on it. Yeah, but I think it's interesting that because we got to get the context with all the MCU. Oh, of course. What context. I'm saying, the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's like I feel like lessons were learned on this movie. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like they're the, moving forward. The the studio that made this did not make this movie and then cross their arms and go, "Well, you people didn't get it. It's good." They were like, "No, oh, okay. We hear you. We hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. How about for the villain, we'll do Kate Blanchett really hemming it up and being really but also good at the same good time. Good and like threatening and mm-hmm. and they did it. And they're like, "Okay, well then if you guys like more of the the Thor like, you know, if the Jane Foster stuff isn't working, she's not in the movie." Great great that's crazy that's not great what do you mean it's not great she's not in the movie i think that it was a very smart thing for it's them smart to but do also that for Ragnarok. because they fucked up before yeah. though but if they had done too right sure. maybe it could have worked somehow but i'm saying i think ragnarok is a great no i totally agree it's with a you palate cleanser for all of thor even yeah and i think that it's kind of well actually let me take that back because it may have been on back because Natalie Portman was like, okay, I'm done. It may have been that. Yeah. It may have been that. And I don't know what was the thing that got Natalie Portman, if she wasn't already back on board or contractually obligated or whatever, what was it that got it? Was it really, honestly, Taika Waititi, like, calling her? I don't know. Even Chris Hemsworth would be like, it was actually pretty fun this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a Listen, good time. Natalie, uh, it's, been a, it's been a couple of years. How it's you been, been a while. It's been a while. Listen, uh, my wife says hi. Uh, I know I'm talking to her right now, honey. I'm talking to her right now. So here's the thing. I just did it with Taika. Super fun. Like, I had a great time. Honestly, we were t- I was talking about you, and Taika was like, "Like we should have a comeback for the next one. And yeah. I was like, yeah, let's do that. So, and I was like, oh, my God, you do a great Taika yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's me. I'm right here on the phone, okay? Mm-mm-mm. 
does fart noises all the time. <laughs> I'm Taco White Chichi. I don't care. I'm a genius or whatever. Or am I? Or am I? Oh, I did that shit. I'm cheeky. Or did I? But I did though. <laughs> did I? I did it. It was me. He's doing Chris Red. <laughs> In pop star, never stop, never stopping. As Taika Waititi, um, or vice versa. So, I am okay with this being part of the franchise. But when I watch Iron Man three, I feel like, hey man, Tony Stark went through some shit. Yeah, he went like he went through some shit. His world has changed. His world has changed. Mm-hmm. His location has changed. His world has changed. His threats were were for real, for real. And then even when they fake that out, I'm like, yeah, but you still got Guy Pierce. That's for real. For like they got Pepper. It's for real, for real. <laughs> when I get to Cap, when we get to Captain America two, it feels like Steve goes through some stuff. Yeah, the world his his world has changed. When we get to his world is shaking. When we get to Avengers two, it feels like they go through some stuff. Characters are very different at the end of that movie than they were at the beginning yeah. of Avengers 2. But Thor the Dark World feels like, what did Thor go through? They prevented the universe-wide apocalypse. It didn't feel like that. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. you know, it's it like... It felt like nothing was at ugh, stake, even nothing. though Natalie Portman Jane was supposed to be possessed by the ether the whole time. Mm-hmm. She was still... And have powers, know. but dying. Dude... I wish, like, make her able to use those powers or I something. Know, I know. So she can, like... I, I don't know. get, like, so she ends just, up helping, but it ends up hurting her or something, so they have to get it out of her. So, I don't know. Like, so what many, if they had had her fighting with them, using it? Totally. And, totally. Something. At least if you're going to do the thing where my wish was that, she, again, she would have used her skill set and knowledge to be more involved or to go find Thor to help bridge or the gap. Or even helped her heal herself. If you're going to take that away, at least give her like, okay, she's got powers in this one. Yeah. At least do that. And they didn't even do that. No. She's kind of floating and sad and dying. and Yeah. Um, Real bummer. Real bummer. Yeah, I didn't like how they sidelined Hogan, like I said earlier, by being like, well, here's from Vanaheim. So he'll stay there. And then the rest of the movie is the rest of the, unfortunately, the optics of it. It's the rest of the white characters sitting around a table and being like, we have to do this, this, and this, and this. And then Idris Elba. But like, you know, but that's the rest of the Thor sort of yeah. cast. And then Loki at the end, or as I should say midway through the movie. Is Hogan act two. from Asgard in the comics? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that weird? Yeah, it's not. I saw it and I wasn't, I didn't feel... Like, oh, cool. I felt a little bit like, it feels like you guys are separating him from the... Isn't that... Because I'm like, are you going to tell me that Volstagg and Fandral are also from other realms? Because then I'm like, okay, then you just told me the Warriors 3 are from three different realms, but they still banded together. That's cool. That is cool. But it seemed like they're like, and Volstagg is back at the bar in Asgard, and so is Fandral. And I'm like, your homie over there is... He's in Vanaheim. Well, he's helping them rebuild. Well, I'll go But also him. he's from know. Vanaheim. I know. It makes no sense to me why it, they did that. I didn't I didn't it makes love it. Zero sense. It it really It's honestly yeah. fucked racist. Up. Yeah, it's a little bit racist. Yeah. <laughs> Not a little bit. <laughs> to be like, let's set him That's there so and have all the people fucked up. You know, all of the diverse background extras and everything be inspired by sort of his look and the kind of like yeah. Asian background that he has and ethnicity that he has. Just which I to ask appreciate, her. but yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or I don't know. Yeah, just I just a lot of decisions in this that I think, again, on paper, I appreciate a bunch like of them. It sounds like a decision that someone who directed Game of Thrones might make. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how much say he had. I don't know. True, but Cause, that cause has the some other problems thing, as well. The other thing, too, we have to mention this. This was going to be directed by Patty Jenkins. Really? This was going to be... Uh, 
I don't know the official answer. After One Woman 1984, I'm glad. (laughs) I don't know the official answer. But no, listen, to be fair, maybe she could have made a movie that was at least as good or maybe better than this. I I think it would have been better. I don't know. I think uh, probably... I I think she would have given... Natalie Portman would have had something to do. And Frigga would have had a better... Absolutely. Because I'm reading the art book. And Marvel Studios already had an idea of what they were doing, and then Alan Taylor comes in. I think also because they were trying to get the director, get the director, it wasn't Patty Jenkins, so they're like, Alan Taylor. Not like a last-minute replacement, but I feel similar to Edgar Wright and Peyton Reed, right? Edgar Wright left. Why? Creative differences. Right. And the official answer from Marvel Studios is going to be, well, you know, we were always planning to make a heist film, and then Peyton Reed came in and gave us this and this. They're never going to badmouth themselves or yeah. Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're never, unless you know Edgar Wright in real life, like our friend. You'll never know. You'll never know what the, what the real, yeah. real, real reason. And I'm curious about Patty Jenkins. And I feel like with Wonder Woman Press, she may have even mentioned, oh, it's just because I felt like I didn't want to make a Marvel movie for Marvel. I wanted to make a Patty Jenkins movie. I think she might have even said that, which makes sense. Yeah. But a, because, because again, my argument's always been, I don't... It would have been better. Maybe? Because Alan Taylor came on and he definitely, as a director, had say as to like how things should look visually and what the story's doing. He had that input. So Patty Jenkins would have had her Patty Jenkins input. But it's totally. so great. Like Game of Thrones has villains. Mm-hmm. And they're good at them. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because... The, we see violence that's rated R. It's not just that. It's, no, it's, it's those writing. characters and their performances Absolutely. too. Absolutely, those actors. So it's and it's, you had Christopher Eccleston. You could have Christopher Eccleston do some shit, totally. and instead you had him. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what it felt like to me. It reminded me of something mm-hmm. uh, very, very bland. Other than the Galaxy, Galaxy Quest, Quest aliens, yeah, which is a great, which is a great reference. Um, I think I would have loved a over-the-top Eccleston. And I also think, I mentioned this last week, I had a theory that the villain was going to be Enchantress, the female villain. But the, oh. the, but Ike Perlmutter or other Marvel people went, it's got to be a boy so he can sell toys. And I'm like, you guys didn't even come out with a bunch of toys from Thor the Dark World. Shut yeah. the hell up. I'm the guy that buys the toys. And I buy Hela. And I buy you know I buy all the female you characters have, too. Uh, Jesus Christ. Curse. No, they haven't made him. Oh, they never, they never made because that would have been a cool toy. Yeah, I agree. They, sh- dude, if they still came out with it, I'd buy it. Yeah, that shit's cool. Malekith would have been a cool. You toy know what too. my number one is? What my number one wish? Peter Dinklage from Infinity War. <sighs> yeah, that's a and toy. Just Can you be imagine a little bit huge, bigger than all of them? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. huge guy just that in would the be awesome. back of all my toys. That would be the best. That would be my favorite. That's mm-hmm. my number one wish for, for a character they haven't made. And then I have a separate wish list of characters they have already to made. Fill it in, but I need an update. Like and characters they never made. Correct. Like Curse and Malaketh, mm-hmm. I would still buy those toys. But um, and at least they made Hella. Thank God. But do they have the Warriors Three? No, none what of them. What the fuck? And I'd buy them. And I'd. They don't have Lady Sif. They do. I have. Okay. It. She's up there. In okay. Back of Phase One. Okay. Yeah, which the is no cool. Hogan. No Van- Vandral or no Volstagg. That should be Damn. a three pack. Yeah. That's a no brainer. There is a pack. Heimdall. Yeah, got him. Good. And it's the cool Ragnarok Heimdall. Yeah. Where he, it doesn't have the helmet anymore, mm-hmm. which is a cool helmet, but I like that they got rid of it. Yeah. Because, you know, don't cover up that face. He's too well, gorgeous. He's so... And he took off Sometimes his helmet in this one. So... I appreciated that. Yeah, he did. He sat down with also, his friend. give Idris Elba more. I know. He should have a Disney Plus show. No fucking shit. So I've dude. said this before, but here's my wish. Here's my wish. wish. I want Heimdall For... traveling through time. <laughs> Valkyrie's the king of Asgard. Yeah. But I believe that Thor being the 
biological all father right a son of odin i think he can inherit that power the odin force the odin power and like he does in the comics i want him to resurrect as guardians everybody except uh odin and frigga yeah because they're the sort of parental generation that that you know odin for real for real died and so did frigga so but like Thor that's a different still... kind of death what they did yeah they turned into stardust Yes, but versus versus like Heimdall got stabbed and Loki was choked by Thanos and, and everybody exploded. Everybody exploded, uh, you know. But then everybody who escaped escaped. But then half and of then those they people all got murked. were killed by Thanos. But then they came back because of the snap. But there were like there there there's definitely fewer Asgardians because of the events of these movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think Thor can bring them all back to life, you know, including the Warriors Three. And then you give and baby Loki. That's the that's the that's the thing. You instead of Loki coming back as Loki, he either comes back. I don't know if they could pull it off in an appropriate way if he came back as a woman, but I think make him a thirteen-year-old kid. Well, don't even give him the memories. Yes, but then but then when he's a thirteen-year-old kid, you think, wait, does he have the memories? That's the that's the supposed to be the the pull. Yeah, yeah. Of does kid he actually Loki. know? Yes, is he fucking with everybody right now? That's supposed to be the pull. But then when you bring everybody back, give Heimdall way more to do. Put Heimdall in the Avengers, like like they because they're on Earth now, right? Yeah. Like do that shit where like Heimdall's like I'm in one division or <laughs> I'm whatever. In the Nordic Avengers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just give him more to do. Give give the Warriors 3 a Disney Plus show. Give, you know, Sif more to do. Eh, I guess. But really Heimdall and the Warriors 3 would be awesome. At or least let Sif be in that show too. Sure. At least that would a, be all of them. You know what would be great? There like was a swashbuckling Here's the uh, sto- here's the show. show. Oh, I got it. Here's the show. Let's hear it. Back in the 60s when they were doing the Thor comics. Good year. The first run of Thor comics, Mm -hmm. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, Mm -hmm. a lot of creativity. In the back of each issue of Thor, there was a little- When did Jack Kirby die? 90s. 90s? Okay. Yeah. So that's why he has no cameos. Yes. A little uh, backup story that was called Tales of Asgard. And it would be like filling in the past where it's like, here's Thor and Loki as siblings, as kids. Uh Here's the Warriors 3 doing this. Here's this. Here's this. So just put a Disney Plus show out called Tales of Asgard, where each episode, it's a different one of those characters. You think Loki was ever like, dad? God. Why am I blue sometimes? <laughs> Dad, why no. sometimes? Yeah. Why sometimes come, do I blue? How come you're all cold, but I'm never cold? <laughs> yeah, how come I never get cold? <laughs> Go ask your mother. Shut up, Loki. Shut Loki. Up. Hey! Hey, boy. <laughs> but you're t- not cold. Every time I pick up my coffee, it goes cold, Father. Oh, I didn't sleep. I'm in the audience. Oh, oh, good night. <sighs> Oh, bye. Good night. Uh, I'll talk to you in a month. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but for real, for real, Odin saying, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Uh, What's up? I also think, I like Loki dying, just how'd kill you, him. How'd you feel about it? The killing, <sighs> killing him and then bringing him back mm-hmm. even twice. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, see, 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 it's mm-hmm. Loki. Twice? They did it, how many times they up did to it this in point? post. This is... At the end of the first Thor, yeah. he falls and yes. dies, quote yes. unquote. But then yes. that movie reveals, oh, well, he's not dead. That's yeah. worth a look, and he's alive. So then he comes back in Avengers. Yes. Does he ever fake die in Avengers? I don't think so. Where does he go? He just gets taken. Thor. By Thor. Him. Yeah. And then at the beginning of this movie, we see Odin banishes him to the dungeons. Mm-hmm. Is like, you're going to go to jail forever. Mm-hmm. So then a year passes, and he gets busted out. And then he, so he, up to this point, Loki still fake dies twice because it's at the end of Thor. And then again, in this movie where he The only reason I like it is because of what they do with it in Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) That's the only reason I'm like, 
Here's fuck. It, it gets me to the oh yeah. shit line. Yeah. And here's why I like it. And maybe I'm giving it too much credit. Here's why I like it. First of all, I think it's really well acted by Hiddleston and Hemsworth. I'm not detracting from right. that. I'm talking totally. about writing sure. entirely. Okay, so just the story. The second thing is, maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but I feel like Loki dying or fake dying and having this moment of real vulnerability with Thor and Thor telling him like, or Loki saying, I didn't do it for father. And now we know that he was lying to him and it was all fake. But but Thor accepting it and hearing his brother say that, even if it's a lie. But, I mourn for you. Right. I think that that sort of heroic kind of fake moment led Loki to get to a point where when he becomes king and he takes over for Odin, that he is not as evil as he would have been had well, they not the gone through that fake death. Loki. Do you see what I'm saying? It's almost like if he, if Loki had faked his death and then went to his funeral, but Thor said nice things, I feel like that has an effect on Loki. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, as opposed but to if he also, had never faked like, his death. This whole... All these movies were like, is Loki evil anyway, though? True. Loki just wants to do whatever Loki wants to do. Mm-hmm. And if Loki's got all the power and can do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. then that's all he's going to care about doing. And he's chill. He's not going to care about killing everybody. Yeah. He's going to care True. about getting fed. He's going to care about having Plays fun. and being yeah. worshipped. And, exactly. And, and Asgard kind of goes to shit, but it's but he's not like starting wars with other realms. He's not killing everybody. Like, it's like, You're I right. want to see Asgard bad. You're but also, right. he was faking it when he said that. Yeah. Do you think Loki should be good or bad? Or I do neutral? like that twist. What twist? The arm. Yeah, that little fake out where mm-hmm. Thor gets That's his hand cut out. That's a good fake out. Here's another thing I love from the art book. That was put in by a storyboard artist. Completely surprised. They tried to. They threw it in. They're like, they hmm? put it in. And the, that's awesome. The way that the director. And I love that a storyboard artist yeah, got a fucking huge moment. Yeah, maybe the best moment of the movie. Of the movie. They're encouraged to add those ideas at the storyboard level for when for when they're told this is the sequence this is what's happening before it gets cg'd yeah. the same thing with iron man 3 a lot of the storyboard artists had to come up with bits for the extremist soldiers as they're oh, fighting and, the armor yeah and like and a pulling lot of his it, leg out yeah, of the armor all and that for shit cutting a off lot of leg. that shit made it into the movie there was more that bits and ideas so like those kinds of things so then the storyboard artist i forget his name uh, that's awesome that like an action sequence is such a collaborative whole it is it is effort and they put it in there and then when the director and everybody saw it they really reacted to it and they're like that's going in the movie yeah because it's a great idea yes this, it is a, a fake hand chop yeah you know because and that was even in the trailer and people were like oh shit thor's gonna get his hand cut off that's dope kind of a bummer that it's a little bit of a fake out it's but not still. that big of a bummer he yeah. loses an eye later true but then he kind of just gets a <laughs> and then weird... he gets an eye back yeah <laughs> but that's a funny bit damn it, it i have mixed feelings yeah where he yeah. rattles his head around it's because hemsworth didn't want to wear an eye patch who would i know or or have his eye be cgi patched the whole movie you know i'd be fine with that part mm-hmm. CGI patch. I would be too. If it was dope. If, if it, it looks cool. good. You know what's the best example of this? What? If you read the Walking Dead comic book. Okay. Rick, the main character, Rick, Sheriff Rick, gets his hand cut off like a couple of years into the comic book. Mm-hmm. And then for the rest of the series, he has no hand. Well, it's like in but they never the Gunslinger. What, what's in the Gunslinger? Dark Tower? Yeah, he loses like two of his fingers on oh. one of his shooting fingers. I don't remember that. That's cool. Yeah. But and, like in, the rest of the thing, he has to deal with that. In the TV show, they never did it and they were never going to do it because the actor didn't want to deal with that. And also just the CG amount it would take for that budget of a show. They're like, 
that's a lot of CG just to hide your real life hand. Like yeah. they should have hired an actor who didn't have a hand yeah. and put a, a prosthetic one or a CG one there mm-hmm. until a certain point, you know, anyway, I just think that's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. But also that, I don't know. I don't it's like weird. the walking dead. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that, books? uh, yeah, I did. And the comic book is better. Yeah, I still don't love it. Yeah, it's just the. I think it's. I think overall the comic overall is pretty good. Almost but it's, like a. But there's low points. Here. As far as like a run yeah, goes yeah, 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 of yeah. a story, for sure, for sure, it's sure. amazing. It's impressive. Um, okay, so back to Thor: The Dark World. Anything else we got to say? We're kind of wrapping up. I don't know. Any, um, other, any other thoughts? I will say, as I have said, for every one of these, mm-hmm. except for Iron Man three, mm-hmm. this is the most I've liked this movie. Me too. Me too, but it's still uh, at the bottom of my it's list. It's still me. definitely at the ranking thus far. Three stars. It's at the bottom, and that's not awful. Mm-mm. And I still don't think this movie is bad. Mm-mm. I said this movie is the bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. but it's only because you've eaten this barrel of apples, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you just don't want to eat this apple because you've had too many. Yeah. And if you look at all the Marvel movies, it's an edible. This is an edible apple. That's but the you're other still thing like, we said. Yeah. Would I rather be asleep or watch this movie? And this movie, I'd rather be asleep. Yeah. Depends on the time of day. It almost depends on the time of day. Yeah. If it's prime napping time, yeah, if we're talking yeah, two yeah, o'clock yeah. on a Sunday, yeah, I'm going to sleep. And if it's just you watching it, I'm. If it's just me, I'm going. I to will sleep. literally never watch this movie by myself. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. Unless, unless. I might only watch Thor Ragnarok by myself from now on, be the yeah. only one. <laughs> I will watch this movie. I did watch Endgame mm-hmm. on my phone when it came out mm-hmm. at work. Great. Of course. I will watch this movie. As Christopher Nolan intended. Anytime, <laughs> anytime I'm showing these movies to somebody for the first time. And that's the only stopover. That's also true. Oh, that's the only stopover. Or we're doing we'll this have. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Let, look, then it's time to pull over and let's check out Thor: The Dark World. But uh-huh. it's not a movie that I will go back and revisit. You know what though? The Blu-ray has All Hail the King. It's a great, but also one I shot. will, I will throw on Thor Ragnarok yeah, anytime. You will. You will. Two D or three D. Two D or three D. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to that movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this, I'll, no. I would do that for Avengers Endgame. I would do that. I would do that for a lot of these movies. But not Thor: The Dark World. Not but like I think this. Thor, Thor Ragnarok is the most listenable out of all the movies. Yeah, you might be right. It's jokes. Yeah, that's true. And not that's all true. of them are visual. That's true. There are visual jokes. Oh, your hammer pulled you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're oh right. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. Uh, Keller, what's the next movie we're watching, and where can people? But see also, it? this movie's five star portals. Portals, though, five stars. Five I stars. God, how many portals? I are regret in this to movie? say that. But I forgot how many portals are in this movie, so, so it's automatically five stars, number one on the list. Whew. Yeah, it sorry. has the most portals thus far. Scooch Until... over Avengers one for me. But once we get to oh my god, there's a whole track on the once we go to Endgame, bro. There's a whole track on the score called Portals. Honestly, Alan that makes me like that scene less. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called, bro. What should I call this? You wanted more? Mm. Is that everyone? I'm Dr. Stephen Strange. Is that everyone? <laughs> I'm from America. It's me, an I don't, American I, doctor. I don't believe in your chakras and your... Dude, that's yeah. going to be a fun rewatch, though. It is. Mag- Except medicine? I'm going to be like, Hector, i got to leave this first 20 minutes. <laughs> no, it's good. It's not. There's no portals yet, but eventually the whole movie gets eventually, portals, too. Eventually there's portals like <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God. Wait. Dr. Strange is a portal 
filled movie. Filled to the brim. Winter Soldier's gonna fucking suck. No portals. There's Wait. not a single goddamn portal. No, in the there whole isn't. Movie. Unless we count when he goes into a bridge. I don't know. Doesn't count. We'll think about it. Doesn't okay. Count. A po- what do th- are the eyes the portals to the soul? No. Oh, sorry, Peggy Carter on your Peggy deathbed. Carter. No. <laughs> <laughs> Does she say portals to the nah. soul? Sometimes we have to start over portals. Yeah, she does. Oh my God. She says the line. That's her last words. She says the line. Um, and that's what she's whispering into his ear as who, they dance. Who the hell's portals? That's what Bucky <laughs> Barnes says. Yeah. Bucky? Who the hell's portals? Portals? <laughs> it was my friend, uh, Portals Barnes. <laughs> I knew it. It was my best friend. Porty for short. Porty, Porty. <laughs> is my best friend. Porty? Who the hell's Porty? Porty Barnes. Whoa. That's the portal soldier right there. That's not Porty. That's a portal soldier. Uh, That's so stupid. And, and Robert Redport is in it. He's really good. <laughs> Robert Redport? <laughs> yeah. He's really good. Turns out there's lots of portals in that movie. All right. We're getting silly. It's almost midnight. We have to go We have to, go to sleep. We have I gotta to go, go watch, watch WandaVision. I'm going to go watch WandaVision. Are you gonna, you're not going to watch it right now. I'm not. Chelsea's asleep. Yeah, go to sleep. And I won't watch it without her. We'll watch it tomorrow. I took an espresso, so I'm not going to be able to. Oh, uh, uh, I will uh, watch uh. the final episode of Gangs of London. Oh, very nice. You mm-hmm. should read a comic book. I want to watch the final episode of Gangs of okay, London. F- okay, fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's the final episode. Keller, the next episode is Captain America the Winter Soldier. Where can people go stream it? Well, if you guys like math, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and what if people uh, don't have Disney+. Plus? Blu-ray. That's right. Or rent it. <laughs> or rent money. it. For money on um, Blu-ray at Blockbuster. Um, <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Um, I'm excited to keep going. Are you looking forward to Winter Soldier for real? It's going to be good. It's going to be compared to this. That's Except too many helicarriers. Too many. Not helicarriers. enough portals. <laughs> and that's the other reason. What I if like every heli on a carrier was, was a portal? A portal? Ooh, I like it more. I like it more. That's another it kind of reason. Is a portal for air to go through that's so true. that it stays up. I like what that is movie what now. is a portal? Oh my god! Really? But a hole again. Everybody, go look at Kristen Arnett's <laughs> Instagram in which she says that laminated driver's license, technically a ravioli. <laughs> That's stupid. It's so uh, funny because it, it is, is technically a ravioli. No, a ravioli is a food, edible. A ravioli is a thing in another thing. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that's great. A okay. thing fully enclosed in a thing on all sides by and another what's thing. What's a portal but a hole? Thank you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. don't we mm-hmm. all have a few portals of our own? Ayo, ayo, I got one in my butt. Um, <laughs> stuff comes out. Sometimes stuff goes in. What? No. <laughs> Suppositories. Uh, yeah. Uh, penis. Uh, so <laughs> it's gotten silly. What were we going to say? Winter Soldier. Another reason I like to show people Thor The Dark World, at least if they've never seen these movies, you go through an order. I go, let's watch Thor The Dark World. It Why makes, does it matter? It makes Winter Soldier better. How? Because it's that Too Fast, Too Furious, to Tokyo Drift level of life. I understand do that, you, but you? also, no. All right, fine. Maybe it wasn't This movie is so inconsequential in the grand scheme of things, really, other than um, it's like the ether is actually the reality stone, kind of. Yeah. I feel like it's just an info dump for later. It is. It is. But it's still... Again, what do the characters go through? They don't. I don't know what they go through other than Loki is now. I mean, both King. see them scream when Frigga dies. Frigga is dead, and then later, that's they, it. Yeah, that's it. So, but I do think that it's stupid, but it's that it's it's just a comic book loyalty thing. If you did sit through this movie, you will be paid off a little bit more when you watch Avengers Endgame. That's all. 
do you have to watch this movie? No, but it gets to a certain point where I talk to people and, or people online, and if they said, which movies do I need to watch? I'm like, at this point, you lost me because either you're either you're can kind you're of all commit, in or you're yeah, out. Or, you're, or I just go, I don't know, what do you like? Did you like the first Iron Man movie? I guess watch all the I'm Iron okay Mans. I don't care. I'm okay if you don't watch The Incredible Hulk. Mm. I'll be fine mm. because that also has very little bearing on the rest I of anything. I disagree. I think it shows it gets you a Ross. little super soldier. Gives you a little taste, you know what I mean? Before you get to the first Captain America movie and True, Ross. But so sure. And also if someone's gonna be that person that you're talking about. I right. need, I know they've already lost you. Right. But you don't have right. to watch that one. Well, that's a different conversation, you know. If I'm trying to get mm-hmm. who who is this person? Is this person my mom? Yes. Then yeah, of course she's not gonna have to watch the incredible Hulk. Or this. You, today you're like you don't have to watch this. No, one. totally. Mm-hmm. But uh but you're like Robert Redford's in uh, Robert Redford, the next one. Absolutely. Just for the viewers listening at home, we have been quarantining for a month. Mm-hmm. And so has my mother. And she came and visited today, which She's is our fantastic. bubble. She's going to stay for a little bit uh, to visit me. And she, she has not, we have not interacted with anybody for a month. And she got COVID tested and is negative. Yeah. So we are, she came over to hang out. So we are spending some time, a little, a little family vacay. Mm-hmm. My wonderful roommates, Keller and the gang, they're all great about it. We got to hug somebody that wasn't (laughs) one of our own roommates. (laughs) Highly recommended if you guys can, if anybody can afford to do a month long. Yeah, quarantine for a month. Two weeks, but we were like, we want to be for sure, for sure. For for sure, sure, for sure. sure. Uh, sure. But while my mom is visiting, we're going to watch Winter Soldier. And her favorite actor in the world is Robert Redford. So that one, I'm like, you mean Bobby? Sit your butt down. We're watching Bobby Redford. (laughs) Bobby Redport. She only calls him Bobby. Redport? Yeah. Uh, Red portals? (laughs) Red portals. Uh, So go watch Captain America, The Winter Soldier. We're going to be back in a week with that episode. And keep being awesome. I I hit us up on Twitter. I don't know. Just uh, let us know what your ranking is up to this point. Is Thor the Dark World at the bottom? That's We are about to watch Winter Soldier Mm -hmm. when we just got that Falcon Winter Soldier trailer, too. Totally. And so. we just watched Thor the Dark World today. It's Darcy, and she's in WandaVision. So oh, shit. It's another great, like, we get a little bit of Darcy, and then if you watch the... If I'm going to say you know, Kat Dennings may be the best part yeah. of these <laughs> Thor first two Thor movies. Yeah, yeah. And if she's brought into Thor Love and Thunder, mm. her reading a Taika script is going to be a swell time. I agree Her with joking that. around with great. that. That'd be great. Because I said it. This movie's back. not funny. Mm-hmm. Kat Dennings makes her lines funny. Mm-hmm. Meow meow. She's meow meow. That's not it. That's great. I hope that was improvised the first time. I hope so too. Where he was like meow meow. And she was like meow meow. I'm pretty sure it was in the script. But anyway, in any case, she's really great. Everybody go watch Thor the Dark World. I mean, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Uh, Actually, guys. (laughs) Actually. (laughs) For the rest of this. Every time uh, we watch a new movie, you just keep watching Thor the Dark World. (laughs) (laughs) We finally made it to Endgame. How was Thor the Dark World? (laughs) How was Thor the Dark World for the 17th time? Just kidding. Have you seen that? There's a podcast where they watch the I same don't, movie. Grown Ups too. I don't care about it. Sorry. It makes me mad. Why? Because it's, it's just for the bit to just watch the same movie over and over again. The podcast is funny. I, it better be. And I expect it's it is. It's very funny because it, they it literally, you hear them break. Yeah. <laughs> you hear them stop to enjoy it. But you hear them no longer be on board with the mm-hmm. bit. When did it? What do they do every day? And just get for angry. A year? What was it the was podcast? either every day or every week Once a or week something for like a year or something, something like that. Yeah, a really long time. And they did Sex in the City too. Sex in the City two, the movie. Yeah, they Brutal. skipped even the first one. Brutal. 
What movie point, would you do that for? Is there any movie you could? Thor Ragnarok. I'd do it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, yeah. Speed Racer. You find new things every single time you watch it, But I would too. also end up hating it, and I, that's what I, don't that's think what you I would. fear. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Even, even Thor Ragnarok, you'd be like, okay. We get it. I know this movie backwards and forwards. Like, yeah. And it would suck the fun out of any time you watch it later. True. So, I don't know. I would hate for the fun to get sucked out of the grown-ups, too, for me. <laughs> me, too. Me, too. I guess I'd pick In the Company of Men. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Guys, go watch Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and we'll see and you the Dark World. next week. Bye. Bye.